Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Folks, we got some breaking uh, news to go. U.S. prosecutors will seek a Hunter Biden indictment by September 29th. Now, this, according to a new court filing, Fox News' David Spunt has the latest. David. Hi, Charles. Took us a little bit by surprise. We were expecting just a standard update in the case as requested by the judge. But this filing just in from the government, and I tell you, it's about 20 minutes ago, indicates there are plans to indict the president's son by September 29th. Could be any time before that. Now, remember, his plea deal fell apart in a very public way on July 26th in Delaware. And U.S. Attorney David Weiss at the time said everything was back on the table. In this court filing this afternoon, we'll get to the court filing. We will get to the fact that the word is that Hunter Biden will be indicted on these gun charges. Remember, Hunter Biden, son of the president of the United States, lied on federal form 4473, lied about his drug issues to obtain a firearm. That is a felony, and this Kodak Black will tell you, you go to jail for that stuff. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning. I guess you don't go to jail if you're a well-connected white guy with the last name of Biden. What? I'm not saying... What America's saying? All of a sudden I say something different? That's not the way it works. The Biden team, the legal team, said, whoa, 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 what are you talking crazy? This was just the other day. We had a deal and the gun charges aren't there anymore. After all, we, you know, the, the judge dismissed the, uh, the tax charges. And the DOJ said, whoa, 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 there's still a gun charge. And now all of a sudden we hear there has to be an indictment by September 29th from a grand jury. That's all fine, well, and good. This indictment is being, uh, the, the person seeking this indictment is being sought, I should say. This indictment is being sought by David Weiss, the then U.S. Attorney of, of, of Delaware, who has now been given this special counsel uh, designation. So I will refer to David Weiss as special counsel David Weiss. David Weiss has a history with Bo Biden, the late brother of Hunter Biden, the late son of Joe Biden. He's got a history with the Democratic Party. Who is putting odds that the grand jury comes back with an indictment? If I was placing odds, I would put them as very, very small. Trust David Weiss? Trust the system that has shown itself untrustworthy? Oh, if, if you were a part of January 6th, oh, then the justice system's working overtime. But if you lie on a federal form to buy a firearm... Nothing like a guy coked out of his head with a gun. No, perfectly, perfectly safe, everybody. They teach that in all the firearm safety schools. Step one, purchase a worthy firearm in working condition. Step two, snort everything in sight. That's, 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 those are like the first, you know, it's like, uh, know your target, know what lies behind it, do a line, and then uh, understand every gun is loaded, right? Walk in and knowing that. These are just the rules. These are the rules of firearm safety. Everybody knows that. 
What faith is there to have at all? At all. That a um, that the indictment's going to come back. I have none. I don't know about you, but I have none, and I will be stunned if it does. I hope it does. I'll just be stunned if it does. Because if, if I'm being asked, Hunter Biden should go to jail. I didn't know one could lie in a federal form. And he knowingly lied. If you're writing in your book about all the drug issues and then you state on a form uh, you didn't have the drug issue, you knowingly lied. Well, the problem is I was on drugs when I filled out the form, so I wasn't sure. Oh, okay. Please use that defense. I want to see what happens. Just want to know how to handle things in the future. Tony Katz in 93 WIBC. Good morning. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Absolutely not. Mr. Shirley doesn't know what he's talking about. The fact that there was no charge of incitement, no, no, no conviction, that's not the point. This provision was written specifically as an alternative saying whether you're convicted or not. And they didn't expect people to be convicted under President Andrew Johnson after the Civil War. Whether you're convicted or not, that's a separate matter. But if you engage in an attempt to overturn the government, you shouldn't be entrusted with power again. Now, he says hundreds of thousands of people died. How many have to die before we enforce this? There were several who died at the Capitol during the insurrection. That's all nonsense. It is conservatives like Judge Ludig and members of the Federalist Society who agree with me. I'm afraid that Jonathan Turley is basically a hack. He doesn't really know what he's talking about. That's Lawrence Tribe calling Jonathan Turley a hack. Lawyer fight! It's special. So I, I, I must, uh, not having, of course, the legal background of Lawrence Tribe, uh, law professor at Harvard, not having the legal background of, of uh, Jonathan Turley at uh, a GW Law School, um, I did, however, once see five episodes of Night Court, and I'm pretty sure that attending the crash course by Dan Fielding, uh, that I uh, am well prepared for this conversation. You weren't convicted, but you're still guilty? That's a unique take. Just as an outsider looking in, you weren't convicted by Lawrence Tribe's own words regarding Donald Trump and January 6th, which was a riot, not an insurrection. So he even got that wrong. Not convicted. Therefore, guilty is a very, to me, to an outsider, to the ear of the American, it's an odd take. It seems counter the American ethos, the American way, the American philosophy of innocent until proven guilty. 
Very, it's a strange take. And I'm sure you have lawyers out there, judges out there who agree with you, Mr. Tribe. And I'm sure there are lawyers out there, judges out there who agree with Mr. Turley. This is why we have courts. And this is why we have a Supreme Court. So we can say, okay, this is the decision. And then we can work off that decision. And if you want to go about fighting that decision, you can do that as well. It's an odd take. Also, I, I, I find it odd calling Jonathan Turley a hack. I've been called a hack on air. I've been called, Christopher Hahn called me a hack. Uh, we were doing Dana Perino show quite a few years back. Uh, and, and I believe my response is, well, this is going well. This is, this is going great. Enjoy. Enjoy, America. Oh, God, cable news sucks. It does. I know why I do it. I know why I do the, 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 the punditry stuff. Man, I, I cannot say it enough. It's not what I want to do. I know it, it gets the name out there. It helps with this. It helps. It's just miserable. Lately, I will admit, I've been able to so engage and, and get deep into conversations that the last few things I've done, whether it's Fox or whether it's um, Newsmax, has been a joy, like an absolute joy. I think I'm scheduled on Fox on Sunday. I'm pretty sure I'm scheduled on Fox. But that is not the story. The story is Trump saying that he couldn't fire Fauci and that um, Fauci was not a big player in his administration. I am very curious as to how this is going to play out. The theory that is being launched or pushed out by Trump is that there was no way you could actually fire Anthony Fauci as president of the United States because Fauci was part of civil service and the president couldn't fire him. Now, I'm going to have to dig in on this a little bit. If, If you have Fauci running an organization funded by you, it would seem that you would be able to fire him. Now, if you say, well, that's not actually part of the executive branch and therefore the president couldn't just dismiss this person. Well, that's interesting. Certainly, certainly interesting. But it doesn't explain why he was at every single press conference, why he was so front and center, why you never, ever, never, ever said anything about it. Trump stating in an, in an interview um, he says, and I'm quoting, but forget that meaning being able to fire him because I don't necessarily go by everything, but Dr. Fauci would tell me things and I wouldn't do them in many cases. But also, this is Trump, quote, he wasn't a big player in my administration. Dr. Fauci became a big player in the administration of Biden. He's a very big player in Biden's administration. He was there front and center with Trump umpteen times, numerous times. We forget how many times. There with Dr. Burks. You have people who uh, were, were other doctors who were basically pushed out by Fauci and Burks. Where was Trump to support them? Ah, he does not get this one. And like, oh, yeah, he, see, he didn't have a choice. Stop it. Just stop that. You didn't have a choice who you appeared with on the dais, uh, in, uh, uh, on the podium? Or at the podium? Nope. 
Not buying in. Some things are indeed your fault. You let it happen. Whatever's perfect, that's you. Whatever's wrong, that's somebody else's fault. Nah. No. Not going to live uh, with that. You could have silenced Fauci. You could have been more direct. You weren't, sir. That's it. Then the conversation got to how he would handle a debate with DeSantis and the shutting down of Florida. And how DeSantis said at the time said, quote, he said he wouldn't let anybody come in. He shut down his beaches. He shut down the entire state. He tries. He has a selective memory. He shut down. Governor Henry McMaster didn't shut down South Carolina. Governor Kristi Noem didn't shut down South Dakota. He shut down Florida. It was tight as a drum. He had vax lines. He was vaxing everything. Now he talks about the vaccinations, this and that. DeSantis somehow not in the category of conservative governors who did a good job handling the coronavirus. That's, that's not going to sell. That'll sell to your acolytes, but it doesn't sell. Trump was thir- uh, Florida was third worst in deaths. You're saying that Ron DeSantis is responsible for people dying from COVID in Florida with large population centers and a lot of people who are elderly who had comorbidities? This is your argument? That's a ridiculous argument. Trump has a lot of good arguments. This isn't one of them. That's gross. That, that, is, that is a Joe Biden progressive argument right there. I don't know who's talking right now, Donald Trump or Dick Durbin. I don't. There were lines for vaccines. People wanted vaccines, if you remember. The vaccine that you pushed to create. What are you getting? What, are you, what is this? Lord, Lord almighty. Trump has great arguments. Great arguments he can make. These are not them. They're not. I'm happy to debate it. Producer Jonathan, I think I found you the, the perfect wedding gift. Yeah? I was taking, he's, producer Jonathan's getting married on Sunday, everybody. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, getting married on Sunday. And, of course, what he really wants is hangers. Velvet hangers. Just have them sent to producer Jonathan, care of Tony Katz and the Morning News, 40 Monument Circle, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46204. Uh, you can get those at Amazon. Uh, they were actually on his registry. And then he and his fiance decided maybe they shouldn't be on our registry. But the TV and the Nintendo Switch still on the registry. Uh, Meemaw uh, bought the uh, bought the uh, TV, so you could still get the Nintendo Switch for for producer uh, Jonathan, right? That's still on there. It is, yes. That's that's not coming off. All right. What if what if we take away the entire registry and we just get you a 2023 Mercedes Benz uh, G wagon? I, that, that works for me. That sounds right? great. So um, the whole G-Wagon trend, the G-Wagon love fest is insane. Like this is the, the, the capo de tutti capo of, of not just Mercedes, uh, of SUVs. Like this is its own club. When you get one, you actually take lessons to learn how to use it. And they, they do. There, there, are, there are events. It's, it's in sane 
And then, I mean, it starts at at like one hundred forty thousand, but if you want to do the upgrade, you can pay up to one hundred eighty thousand. The G five fifty. Well, wait. Actually, I should say the G sixty three G class is five hundred seventy seven horsepower, zero to sixty in three point nine seconds. That's where it is. And then if you want to go up from there, you can get the AMG G63, which is $350,000. So now I'm thinking maybe this is what I'll trade uh, for, for my 1996 Ford Bronco. Can I go from a 1996 Ford Bronco to a G-Wagon? That's, that's trading up, kids. That's trading, and even for people who are like, dude, the Bronco is so sick. The Bronco is such a classic. I don't disagree, and it's driving great. I do have, I do have a check engine light on. Uh, I can actually tell you what the code is. Hold on, you want to know what the code is? Because uh, a friend of mine uh, gave me their little code reader doohickey thingamabobber, uh, so I, I can now do that. That's right, I can read my own codes. Here it is. Um, exhaust gas recirculation flow insufficient detected. And uh, differential pressure feedback sensor downstream hove hose off or plugged. So it's P1406 differential pressure feedback sensor downstream hose off or plugged. And it's uh, P0401 exhaust gas recirculation flow insufficient detected. I have, I have no idea what either one of those things mean. What I know is if I don't use it for a couple days, uh, the check engine light is off. So that tells me that uh, I'm not going to, the car's not going to explode. Which means tip-top shape. I love it. Uh, and, and I found the swing arm for the spare. Oh, that should be here any day now. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's going on. And then, then, it, then I'm impossible. And then I'm trading up for a G-Wagon. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong trading up for a G-Wagon. Producer Jonathan, I'm wrong? I think you're 100% correct. Well, you're just saying that because you're afraid of losing your job before the wedding. True or false? True. That's correct. You're not going to lose your job before the wedding. Sweet. We'll, we'll, we'll see if you go to jail on the honeymoon. Then, then we will decide. Trading up for a G-Wagon. Maybe. Maybe. Tony Katz at 93 WIBC. Good morning. Real estate doom loop. I, I couldn't make up that term if my life depended on it. R- a real estate doom loop. This was the headline over at the Wall Street Journal. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Real estate doom loop threatens America's banks. One of the beauties of what we do together, guys is that we don't shy away from stories for political purposes. We don't shy away from stories because they're too difficult. We don't shy away from stories because they're complex. We dig in. Now, I will admit there are some things that I don't get into. Like, for example, uh, when Jared Fogle was on trial for child porn, I was like, yeah, that's... That is not my story. I'm not. Everyone knows what's happening. I'm staying out of that. I can't. It's it's too gross. 
But we've been discussing what's going on with China. We've been discussing what's going on with the economy. We we dig gloriously deep. And, and very often when I'm speaking with, whether it's Dr. Matt Will or Charles Payne, I'm saying to them before the interview starts, do not worry about going deep. Do not worry about getting wonky. Do not try and simplify things. Just so you know, this happens a lot. I am not interested in providing for you a simplified anything. It's complex and it's messy. Let's walk through it. We're smart. We can understand. We can get there. So this is a story about how the industry, the commercial real estate industry is falling apart. As they describe it, in meltdown. We certainly see what's happening with China, with Evergrande, and I think it's Country Gardens, where they have uh, taken in crazy investment. They have lost billions of dollars. Evergrande lost $81 billion between 2021 and 2023. They're the people who are doing all this building and construction in China, but there's, there's no people to move into these constructed spots or no businesses to use them. There are entire provinces in China where the GDP per capita is $7,100, $7,200 US dollars per person, and yet that province has 11 airports. What, what, what do they need 11 airports? Just to, just to be clear, central Indiana has one. One international airport that I know of, two regional airports, right? There's the one out east, and I forget the name of it, and then there's the one in Zionsville, the executive airports. We have one airport. They have 11. They have 11 and no one could afford a plane ticket and it's China. What makes you think they're gonna let you leave? But what this is, what they're seeing of course is, is that the banks are in danger of setting off this doom loop scenario. And this is how they write it where losses on the loans trigger banks to cut lending, which leads to further drops in property prices and yet more losses. This is not new to you because we have been discussing this for the last two months. What's going on in the auto industry? Well, the banks are concerned that you won't be able to pay your loan and defaults are up. So they aren't giving as many car loans because they don't believe you can pay it. Now, if they're not giving out as many car loans, that means that the used car dealer, or the new car dealer, we really were talking about the used car market here, uh, isn't selling as many cars. We tie that into stories where major used car uh, outfits aren't getting the loans on a, on a larger scale so they can purchase the cars from the auction houses. Therefore, they don't have inventory. Therefore, they're not able to sell anything. Why? fear that the customer, the consumer, you, won't be able to pay it back. And why shouldn't they be concerned? Credit card debt is over $1 trillion in the U.S., and it's not going away anytime soon. I just admit to you, I'd never heard anybody use the term doom loop before. Which is weird. You would think that was something I had heard of. Doom loop. Because that's awesome. Doom loop is a great term. That's exactly what it is. We already see this happening in in uh, car sales, in auto sales. 
Now we're going to see it in 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 lending on commercial. That's um that's enough to make people panic. Now, maybe for some people, they see this as opportunity. Commercial prices are going to go down. I've got cash saved up. I'm going to get myself a, a building on the cheap. These things uh, will, will, will come back. And uh, look at me. I'll be good to go. Tie this into a conversation we had earlier this week. The federal deficit is going to double. Not $1 trillion, two trillion dollars and there is no covid spending remember biden always took credit for lowering the deficit but he didn't spending was at 3.1 trillion 2.8 trillion dollars that was the deficit spending because of all the money we put in uh regarding covid then that money was spent so deficit spending was only a trillion dollars we spent a trillion dollars more than we had and he said look how i reduced the deficit You didn't reduce the deficit. And if you did, how do you explain what's happening? Axios, by the way, with the headline, you know, Axios.com. Federal deficit unexpectedly set to double this year. You got to love unexpectedly. You got to love the cover in that one. Um, Somebody spent something. You and I paid for it. I guess the doom loop isn't just contained to autos or real estate. The doom loop very well might be the country's economic future. 